0: So, kind of uh, last oft- afternoon together, so this perception in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Funny old thing, isn't it? <laughs> 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 the last afternoon, so the final concluding. Definitive statements of ultimate truth. <laughs> Exhortation is to strive on with diligence. <laughs> it's kind of looking for the final cadenza, as it were. <laughs> and of course, it's, it's kind of ironic because it's partly the structure of, of a retreat, which definitely has a beginning and an end. And there's quite a shift in the landscape You know, when you come in very different setup, set up I and mean, leave and it's a very different setup, so something begins and ends <laughs> seemingly. <laughs> uh, and so there's that feeling the end ought to be conclusive. Of course it, it isn't <laughs> conclusive. <coughs> and as you as you, you know, as you recognise and as you practice really there's a lot of stuff beginning and ending all the time. And uh it, it can Roll, it can roar, it can whine, it can leap, it can bounce, it can sparkle, and all kinds of things. And then, yeah, but then there's another one. <laughs> you know, so it, it, there's no, no full stop, no concluding line, no. Yeah. And so that's when we say we're entering entering the flow, or the, the stream enterer, even, you know, entering the flow of it. So stream entry, that means we've got to a position, boom, <laughs> and there we are. Well, yeah. <laughs> if you think like that, then, you know, one hasn't actually entered the stream. Because <laughs> 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 they don't really have, you know, it's more like the, willi- the willingness and the capacity to, to, you know, be in a flow of things that um, don't really begin and don't really end. Know, they they saw well. There's beginnings and endings, but uh, there's never anything really original, and never anything really final. Mm. And the beginning and ending things are ultimately of importance. Well, they're they're important. This is karma. This is this is the uh, this is a tennis match. You know, this is this is what we we knock across the net of life as it as it comes at us. Stuff we fire back <laughs> and how well you play it. Mm. And if you play it well enough, then y- you know, you'd no longer have such big issues around it. You no know, longer have quite the same emotional grip to it. You don't quite go full tilt into it. Mm. You, know, you can play it. Rather than being the tennis ball bounced, you know, knocked across the net backwards and forwards, you can play it, or you can actually just be the umpire, <laughs> 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 and that's that's a nice shift, you know, because <laughs> most of us feel like tennis balls at the time. Yeah. There's a kind of shift. So this is very much the uh, the, the direction, isn't it? You know. So, what's called the, the um, process of liberation. Uh, it's got certain markers to it. One of them is the first is Viveka, which means um, not getting involved, actually not, not buying into a sense of non-attachment or spaciousness around the doings and sayings. Viraga is dispassion. means you're no longer even that uh, gripped by it. So, you know, when you can play that, you you can play with considerable skill and finesse. The less you're emotionally gripped by it all, isn't that the case, you know? Because you're, you're, you know, the, the gripping of thought with its seeming conclusiveness lessens your receptivity. You recognize this, you know, when, when one's up in one's head full of thoughts, it You don't really notice very much outside of that. So Viveki is starting to loosen this stuff, because you know what thoughts about Viraga, you know the passion, and uh, the more uh, intense the emotional charge is, this also actually limits one's receptivity. Doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just a lim- limitation. You're Extremely impassioned, then of course you become quite, in, really very insensitive to to what's going on. You're just full of your own rage or charge, or and so most you know. There's a considerable amount of uh, stuff that goes on that is really just this in this area of uh, strong views, opinions, attitudes. Uh, about oneself, about others, about the world, about this, about the other. And uh, we really burn out on it. Mm. Mm. It's not much fun. (laughs) So just starting to have the capacity, not just the the willingness, but it's not a suppression, it's just you've got a bit more space because you've seen this stuff come and go, come and go. You felt the feelings, you've been through that. And along with the sense of here it is again, there's the deeper capacity of presence. Means you haven't really lost your center in the big charge, the big push, the big issue, the big joy, the big sorrow, the big deal. You've got centre that's in, more in witness, watch, open, handle, be with, be next to, stand alongside, feel it. You just see that kind of, just that shift. You know balance is a pretty subtle thing, isn't it? you only got to be a hair's breadth out of balance and it's out. And sometimes it's just that, just the tiny adjustment that brings you back into a very different state of being. Mm. And when you're leaning over, and you, something you feel relaxed, and you suddenly get a. When you come into balance, that you take like physically, your energy feels very different. And suddenly you feel relaxed, at ease, your center drops, and you feel grounded, you feel spacious, you feel a lot more space. This is a shifting. So, detachment, dispassion, almost ceasing. And it's something, some kind of. Uh, Syndrome, some programs, some blaming, some judging starts to just fizzle out altogether. You know, some, and there there is a kind of a range of these. You know, one of the things that uh, to, uh, can like particular programs can see like, is uh, like expectations, planning. You know. be, need to be busy. Um, beating yourself up, which is uh, quite your know, uh, national pastime. <laughs> Self criticism, you know, should you do this, should you do that, should you do this, failed, do that properly, never get this together, can't do this, the other. just, you know. Um, so some of these ones just kind of fade out altogether. You notice the space. Mm. And this increasing sense. I call it space, call it presence, you know, whatever it is. These are just the the words for the felt sense of that. You actually start to more fully rest in that. Mm. Is that something? Is it nothing? I don't know, you you know, when when the pressure comes off, is that the presence of something or the absence of something? (laughs) You know, which, whichever way you want to look at it when you get the sense of there being no pressure is that the presence of you know, space is just an openness or is it just the absence of pressure whatever way you want to look at it it's up to you, you know. but just get, get that because suddenly you feel really you're not suffering <laughs> which is the main point there's the, the stressing and the you know the, the, the leaning on and it can stop those viveka, viraga, and eroda. and then you, the relinquishment as you begin to more fully dwell in that. As this is this is the center, this absence of pressure, this weightlessness, is a center that you feel more true in. It's like you shift from the formed, the manifested, the formations into something that isn't re- you know it's not manifested. It doesn't have a manifestation. It's just the absence of. Um, you know there's that kind of movement called the movements of the unconditioned Mm. and you know it's interesting that uh, it requires both the willingness and the capacity because um, what we're looking at really reviewing is a process of, of unstructuring of things that are normally you know Keeping us formed, sometimes strapped up, (laughs) braced, you know, scaffolding. I wouldn't know what to do with myself if I wasn't worrying. So you worry worry about maybe I've forgotten something. You know, I'm not worrying, perhaps there's something I've forgotten to worry about. (laughs) I'm worried about that. It's a funny funny lack of worry. Perhaps I'm losing my marbles, you know. Because it's there so much of the time you get to, oh, that feels like me, I'm comfortable. You know? <laughs> There's a, what well, they're called, uh, Trumper called a nostalgia for Sangsara. <laughs> you can, <laughs> you get, get so used to it, you kind of miss it when it's gone. <laughs> or the thins or little bits of it disappear. Because it's it like, you know, it's like your worn-out carpet slippers. You know, they're worn out. But they're, they're my carpet. I like my worn-out carpet slippers even they've got holes in the bottom of them you know don't work anymore but still they, they, they kind of feel like me yeah. so this uh, so as we start to uh, some of these the um, uh, process of unstructuring is sometimes uncomfortable because it feels like uh, you're losing some ground where am I? what am I? why am I? who am I? am I? am I not? was i will i what will i be you know am i am i just going nuts am i falling apart or is this enlightenment <laughs> 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 you know, the mind can't because it's not the tight stuff that you can grip hold of so it's like learning to it's like learning to parachute or learning to to walk on a ship you know rocking it's a different different domain you we're losing some of that that sense, so so double practice often is a kind feels almost like a breaking down mm. and there are energetic shifts that occur with that, you know so you're quite busy doing this, doing that, and the other a fair amount of input, so you're playing tennis quite vigorously, or you're you are quite a vigorously vigorous tennis ball. <laughs> Uh, uh, and then suddenly, the, you know, they stop the game. And it's, well, and suddenly you feel really t- sleepy or tired, or, you know, mm-hmm. then you can't sleep two nights, and then you can't stay awake for two days. <laughs> <laughs> you just go, the energy just goes rocking up and down sometimes, it's like that. Yeah. So losing one's one's normal containers, one's normal structuring. Mm-hmm. This is why we do try to you know provide some references like you know the grounding in the body, breathing in breathing out gentle kindness and um, friendship this is sort of just the kind of holding place to go to allow this process to 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 work so one of the um realizations it's hardly it's not a thing just so a realization you might say that uh, I can at least offer it's not really an instruction it's kind of more like a, rea- a realization I can offer and see if it resonates or means anything it is you know what is it that's the same as it always was <laughs> That's not better or worse. What's it? What, do you sense something that's the same as it always was? Mm. It doesn't, you know, Oh, it's no big thing really. It's not something that's blazing in or something that's ended. It's something that's always, it was always like this. There's always a sense of something that's the same as it always was. It's no better and no worse. I find this a useful reference in colours, changes, weather, events, people, moods, feelings, thoughts, predicaments, scenarios. There's this continual kaleidoscope And to me, when I've actually um, made peace with that, then there's a recognition of some sense of I call it, oh, it's the same as it always was, something else. Mm. And I recognise how much you know with the, the kaleidoscope, there's the wish that it either forms a nice, steady, coherent pattern, it's conclusive, it's steadied, it's stabilized, it's the ground, or it comes to an end. Wouldn't it be nice if this ended stopped, you know? Does that kind of get over this and then we'll get to, let's get over this and then we'll get to the good bit. (laughs) And uh, the only thing that uh, has to end really is that craving that it ends (laughs) yeah because where you know you always lean once the mind is always leaning over what is this the same as it always was in many ways this day is unique like never been like this before (coughs) Everything is new, fresh, changing. Something's the same as it always was. It's not a sight, a sound, a thought, a mood, a feeling. Something of another nature. That comes. uh, I mostly I talk about path rather than realisations, but actually path things we can sort of do and build up a mandala or a matrix or a network of things we do not just one thing Mm -hmm. But uh, when there isn't the holding on there isn't the pushing away that's one way of looking at it you can just look at it in two factors whether the desire to be something or the desire to not be something, the desire to get into something or to get out of something, the wish that it it moves on to its glorious conclusion or the wish that it just goes into the trash bin of history. So you can look at it as two factors. When that, that you've seen that and you're not doing that, what is it that's not about being, becoming or annihilation and non-becoming. What is it that's not doing that? That's the same as it always was. What is it that's about um, seeing, experiencing yourself with Thorough clarity, compassion, you know, being in your body, noticing your feelings, being with that, and recognizing none of it really matters. What is it that's in between those? What is it that that covers both of those? Everything matters and nothing matters. You know, we can go to an extreme, like it's all just conditioned phenomena, so what? Uh, Or we can go to another extreme, you know, every feeling, every thought is something that's a unique moment and, um, you know, to really understand how to operate in life. But where's the balance which can understand both these positions? Isn't actually convinced of either of these positions? Is that? Is the same? It's interesting that uh, for many people, some of their realizations come when they're not meditating. <laughs> so does that mean don't meditate? <laughs> you know? that, you know, or is it really that it's both meditating and not meditating? You know, that is the meditation in a way is, uh, it's a setup. It's a setup, isn't it? It's a kind of thing that's about doing and positioning and focusing, and definitely, it's, it's a setup. Uh, yeah, so we, it conditions us in certain ways. So, so the, the very conditioned nature of it is always going to be have the sense of unsatisfactoriness to it. Mm. Then, if we don't meditate then there's another set of conditions that we fall into. Pick up, you know, social pressures, duties, relationships, and so on. Somewhere between the two, or when we meditate, and particularly the mind that has been <coughs> made fit, workable, is an open. Through through the through conditioned factors through things like effort and mindfulness and concentration and faith and investigation, mm. and uh, I think this is where it really becomes very where very interesting um, when we come to this idea this perception of the retreat ending because uh, we could just. Start immediately. <coughs> writing in all what Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. If you haven't done it already, you know the next week is already planned. Me too. I'm actually just saying to people this afternoon, uh, in the meal I'm booked now till 2011. Only <laughs> 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 2008, you know, 2011. is already kind of what well, 2009 this is this. When you're teaching a treat at Amerwadi again, why don't you think two thousand and ten is a two thousand and eleven oh, actually I'm already half put for two thousand and eleven, so but there's a little bit of a few windows wow, you know, and yet, oh, here we are <laughs> <laughs> you know it's not that shouldn't you know that that that, of that particular stuff happens, and yet. You realise it's it's nothing. <laughs> how how much do you do you really get con- convinced by the future, or the past, or the present? How much of it is really uh, a kind of a f- form of worry, searching for ground? You know that wanting to have that requirement for ground for definitely this and that and the other is going to be, and you know that definitely that and that and that happened. And here I am right now, and that's all very yeah solid and I'm the bit sitting on top of this firm ground, mm. even if it's lumpy ground, it's still ground, most of it is lumpy <laughs> you know, yeah, nostalgia for sangsara that's why this uh you know, this is also about karma. Action karma it is not, you know, some sort of destiny or destination experience. It's it's a, a ch- chosen action, but we do lose touch with the choice because karma lays down certain results called vipaka, and the big result it lays down is it structures us as we act, as we repeatedly act. We create a little. Pathway. That's the way I operate. Mm. The pathway down there. Yeah. So there's the path. So ah, oh, so we act in that way because there's the path. Pretty soon that path becomes a little road. Mm. And road invites more traffic. You notice that. They're continually widening the M25 so eventually it will cover entire southern Britain. We'll all be just kind of orbiting around uh, 1500 lanes of. <laughs> I think it's still crowded, we'll make it a bit wider. <laughs> because the bigger it gets, the more traffic it runs down it. So it's like that with karma you know, the, the more you act in a certain way, you create a little track of I think this, if I do that. So that creates a little track, so you, you know you start to act in a way, this our lives then shape up in accordance with that, don't they, as we act, we lay down a tendency to act in that particular way mm-hmm. habits, professions, jobs, so on, and even selfhood is 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 a residue. this feels like me because it's the sort of things that i that me does. I do it reflex, you know my mannerisms, my Psychological patterns, so they feel like me, because uh, those those roads are pretty well laid down. Some of them are floodlit, you know, <laughs> 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 and traffic just rushes down those roads until you, you know all you feel you are is just roads with traffic running down them. Thoughts, feelings bopping away. Um, uh, so, you, know, you don't notice the land, the countryside anymore. A, mm. And what you what gets developed are these little little metal boxes with wheels on them that go down roads, cars, vehicles. So they can't actually; they don't drive off the road. You know? so it's like our minds become vehicles that need roads for to, to ride on you put uncertainty in front of a human mind and see what it does <laughs> <laughs> it's like it skids <laughs> <laughs> it's like trying to drive a car on water you know say don't know or well, what about tomorrow? I don't know but really, no, it's not certain. Why is that? I, I don't know why it's that way. You know, you just keep uncertainty in front of the average human mind, and it starts to skid. It's the bit that there's no roads in it. It's <laughs> yeah. So we con- continually got highway programs, you know, creating futures journeys, travels, possibilities, some of them through terrible places, some of them really grubby little roads, because um, <coughs> you know. the mind needs a road to travel down. What should I do? What will I be? And these are the kind of uh, addictions. Mm. So karma has an addictive effect we get hooked on it, we get addicted to it. So eventually we're just always constructing highways, trying to make uncertain, certain. You know, it can get very, very detailed. And you notice that sort of depending on the, the anxiety that you can build up to make sure it's right, on time, working properly. You know, so the the, uh, the 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 need for that, and we um you know look for highways, create karma, get addicted to it. So a lot of our practice really is is. What's always been here is uncertain. You know, as it's not formed, it's not manifest, it's got no particular aim or drive or push or conclusion or meaning or purpose or necessity, or no adjectives associated with it. So you might go, well, what's he talking about? I can't, what do you mean? Where is it? Is this God? Is this, what, what, where, where, where? where, where? It's like trying to drive a car across water or in a cloud. Mm. But just be through the process of handling karma skillfully so you start to clear away the really unnecessary stuff, just stuff that's just coming from craving, need, worry, fear, storing up grudges, um, stuff like this. You start to thin it out a lot more space opens up this is how you learn to travel really off road and you start to you get more comfortable that you're actually recognizing there's a lot of things i don't know (coughs) really i don't know anybody else really i know how i feel about it in the moment you know, I can develop perceptions that are never quite accurate. Um, you know, and so that, that actually makes it rather wonderful because we then do attune to the specific dependent arising of what's coming up at in our interface in the conditioned realm. You know. And that's where you handle the conditioned realm just as it is, this is the uncertainty, this is the tension, this is the eagerness, this is the warmth, this is the you know, how we handle this. So it's right, you know, and one of the uh, the life is actually very fresh when it's uncertain when you know it's uncertain. Except that what forms is specific arising that passes and the next day the next moment it's, some, it's somebody else it's, you, know, you haven't actually trapped it into being a fixed entity mm-hmm. you can come out of that or a fixed statement you know. <coughs> And that, uh, That's a lot of relevant training for us in, in, our, in our lives. You know, weird stuff is going to be coming. Condition phenomena coming up. You know, the um, pressures, the demands, the concerns, the interests, the pushes, the impulse, the the fun, the travel, the adventure, the you know whatever it is coming up, and how to flow that rather than get stuck on it, trying to make it solid, have a pre-planned idea of how it's going to be. Actually then you find you play a lot better. Your your service is a lot cleaner and clearer than this heavy way of holding it all. Hmm. So that you can see some of the results in quite mundane ways. Mm. I remember one of the uh, we had a, a guy who came a few years ago he was a he was a reporter for a tabloid newspaper, he wanted to do an article on Buddhist monastery or something. So he came to this mm wadi And it happened to be a day when there's a meditation workshop going on. So he you said, know, I'll come do a story on meditation workshop, you know, a group of people sitting on cushions you know, a person with a shaved head talking to them about funny things. So he's going to do this article. He sat there and he started listening to what this guy was talking about and taking it in. <sighs> you know, do some walking, walking up and down and finally find his f- powerful feelings coming up and then suddenly find himself weeping. <laughs> and a uh, great kind of ocean of grief suddenly opened up and came out of that and he had a talk with one of the teachers who sort of said, oh, yeah, life's like that. You know, we go. And, that, that, you know, he came out, and he hadn't written his story. <laughs> 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 and he got in his car and was driving down, down the back to, to home. And his car broke down on the, on the motorway. And he got out and looked at his car. And he said, oh, I haven't written my story. I don't know anything about Buddhism. But I've learnt to have a car breakdown and not get upset about it. (laughs) It wasn't fuming or kicking the thing or ranting or just, oh well, there it goes. (laughs) That's that's unstructuring, isn't it? You see the kind of very practicable, mundane results you can you can notice and you can you know feel yourself gladdened by. Mm. So you know, the way life goes on, the same kind of stuff happens. <laughs> you don't get let off, you know. <laughs> you know, you've been very good, so we can give you an easy ride from now on. <laughs> No, it's not, no deal, you know. Life's going to be as gritty as ever. Um, but, it doesn't, okay, you know. And that's interesting, isn't it? Why doesn't it matter? <laughs> what is it? Because you know? so there's some sense of something, you know, or, or not really being in all this, in the same intense, hold it, got to make this, if I don't get there on time, the world's gonna fall apart, and you know people that kind of stuff going on that cessation of that the cessation is not like trumpets playing in the sky, and you know lightning bolts coming down. It means you just something you just can't get up tight mm-hmm. about in the same way it's just gone. You, know? you can't quite run the same compulsions, the same psychological knots. Yeah. And is that you you sense this is all just like a test, isn't it? It's just to see like I really see this life like a a test. See how you can get wound up. Yeah. You know. Right. Let's put this little in this mind, it's forgotten what you got born for, you know. Come out. oh well, here I am, you know. <laughs> Nobody told you this his whole life is a wind up, you know. <laughs> 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 and then it starts, you know, you kinda of wander on, you get duped into a few things and and something, like, that's funny, something's gone wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's not even not even you know, negative, it's not all gloom and despair. So you can't really make final conclusions. You see, every time you do make a final conclusion, like it's terrible out here, and it's really grim and horrible, and people are nasty, and it's all hatred and despair, and, you know, cessation and grasping, suddenly somebody's really nice and sweet and lovely. You know? <laughs> you think, oh, you're punching at thin air. You know? uh, <laughs> you're tight defending yourself against something that an en- enemy isn't there. Pushing are pushing on an on open door. And just you know, is that it's kind of exposing your programs, exposing the old karmic programs that we don't know about, we've forgotten about, we didn't really realise it—the old karma carrying. What are you going to grab hold of next? Is it interesting? Like what you're really in, yeah. is um, a blow-up of your nervous system. It's a blow-out three-dimensional map of your nervous system, of your karma. And we keep thinking it's something out there that's not related to me. It's like skies and walls and pigeons and trees and, you know, odd things like this. All nice, safe objects out there, and I'm in here, and there's, you know, we're completely separate. (laughs) But when you come into the heart, into the mind, you know there isn't a, a a clearly defined object and there isn't a clearly defined subject it's a holistic thing you know, of perceptions and meanings and feelings and interpretations and judgments and reactions and counter reactions and letting go and holding on and gripping and you know and it's just like this thing working itself out and all the apparent objects out there are really mirroring stuff in here stuff in here is happening because of things so eventually in here and out there don't really make a lot of sense mm. so we can't make final judgments about some state of being that we are in here or some state of the world that is out there we just know that there's, a, there's this you could call it an interface but it still makes it seem like there are two things there's a holistic experience of this uh a r- continual arising and ceasing. We're in that. We are that. And uh, when we... So the, the stream enter has actually acknowledged this, not just conceptually, but actually begun to really find a balance in that, not separate from that. They really are in dependent arising. Whatever r- rises is just this, and ceasing is just this doesn't mean approval or disapproval it's, it's just it's all this um, and you know, why that's so important is we begin to discern within that you know the the themes that are uh, that are generating arising, the obvious ones like craving or doubt or worry or aversion you just, you, you just know whatever's arising that bit I don't have to do I don't have to do blaming, I don't have to do judging, I don't have to do um, you know fantasizing you know, there's a little bit that we can handle which is this called vol- the sankhara or the volitional element. That's the little bit you have some choice over in the present moment. So, you know, when you focus on that, then whatever the world, the apparent world is doing to the apparent you, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you just can notice very simply, is there greed, aversion, you know, the rest of it. And that's the little bit. You can kind of keep sensing that, sensing into that, and relaxing those, understanding those, finding a a place in which you don't need to build roads in that way. Mm -hmm. Because when you have some choice, and the ideally calm is choice, it's not just a rerun of habits. It is a chosen action. When you have a choice to act, the beauty of it is we really act our act. We serve our serve. We hit the ball we want to hit in the direction we want to go. We feel good and clear about it. And it doesn't really matter you know what the resu- what the results are because where it's coming from feels true and right and that's something we can we can choose we can have some say over this is a result mm. be able to j to no good karma this is a definite result of practice this is a theme of practice, and it's not good in that you've got to get this right and be a good girl or good boy. It means, you know, you, you're, you have the right and the possibility to make a choice and, you know, don't you don't lose that because that's all we have. It's the only thing we really can have some say in. Mm? The rest of it it's just all uncertain. Mm? and when you stay with that that choice making you also can make that choice because there is a sense of it's just that just playing tennis something here there's something else that's always here Mm. same steady it's called the the unsupported and the steady are sometimes metaphor words that are used around this uh, realization Mm -hmm. so you know to with the idea of making a conclu- concluding comment <laughs> just so say in terms of the process I'd always recommend that you know you you do come out of a meditation period slowly and really you know orient and integrate you know how you are in your body so you don't just jump out of it same in a retreat you come out of retreat really try to give it some time to pick things up slowly mm. it's like you it's like you've got a chance to take all the furniture out of the room well you know <laughs> 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 some of it anyway <laughs> for a while and then just leave it outside in another room for a for a day or two Just do it. So it feels kind of funny at first you know you wonder where your chair is and where your table lamp is and leave it isn't even out there for a while Then see what you really, how much you want to bring back in and where you want to put it <laughs> you know, I mean I, this, is, this to me is really a, a great privilege you know, to, to, to chance to spring clean, you know, what do you want to bring back in, how useful is it what's it like to be without it